welcome, welcome, welcome back to AG University podcast, my sweet little dancing unicorns. I have had a lot of stuff happen in my life and I love to use my own life experiences and teachings and interactions with people because I always feel like I connect with people the most and learn the most through storytelling. So I have had so much fun interviewing guests and I always learn so much from all of my guests, but I'm also entering into just a solo saga, solo, solo saga series. Say that three times fast, but I've missed being on the mic just one-on-one because I do love getting into just a really steady stream of consciousness with you guys, connecting to you, getting so much feedback from you guys. And I just want to say thanks for continuing to listen and to show up here and to allow me to be your guide, your resource. And for those of you guys who are new, I always recommend checking out episode one to fully understand how I got started into this energy work practice. Hi, I'm Anna Grace Newell. You can catch me on Instagram, TikTok at Anna Grace Newell everywhere. I'm a clairvoyant medium intuitive guide and Akashic Records practitioner. So today I'm actually going to talk about how I had my Akashic Records read, which is so just, it was such a kismet, just cosmic, universal, divinely guided experience. I was in LA recording with all of my beautiful guests. We go out there frequently to batch content and just to meet and connect with other people in the industry that are helping to further along this AG university and make it bigger and better. So really productive work trip. But whenever I go to LA, I love to try all the things while I, while I'm there, like I want to go to face gem and get lymphatic drainage. I want to go to all the smoothie bars and get these yummy cacao drinks and matchas. And, you know, I love to do all the things. I love how accessible everything is in LA. I don't think I could ever live there. It's quite noisy there energetically. And we were staying in the throes of West Hollywood, but it was ideal for being so close to so many cool things. You guys, I'm laying in bed one night and I'm like, I'm just going to get on mind body and see if I can do some cool workout class, something just to shake up my energy because I was pretty much recording every single day while I was there all day, every day, either people were coming on or I was going on their show. So in the morning I was really trying to have a sacred morning time. Like I would go to join the juice and sit and journal and how I stumbled upon an Akashic Records healing studio that was like Reiki massage. You guys, it was 0.2 miles from my Airbnb, literally walking distance from, (laughs) from our Airbnb to me. I just couldn't even believe that because Akashic Records, so many of you guys have reached out being like, I want to connect with someone in this space. I want someone to read my Akashic records. And it is awesome. It is the most beautiful work. It is the foundation for everything that I do, but it is very niched content. Even myself, a part of this work that I'm doing is creating AG university to create an Akashic Records school so that I can certify and bring on more readers. If that's something that's interesting to you guys, that's coming because I have only had my Akashic records read once, one time. I only know one other reader and she actually is, she shifted her business just fully into Reiki. I know a couple other close friends that do readings as well. And they actually only do Akashic records privately. They don't offer it publicly because it is, you have to be in a certain energy. It's a very, very high vibrational energy, angel energy. If you guys are new, I call them angel readings. The Akashic records is your soul's journey, God's plan, library, all of these words that we've heard thrown around, but it's truly the past, present and future 
timelines of you. And I work with people to connect them with their highest timeline of self and to ultimately free them from any fears or anchors or anything that's holding them back. So there's a lot of things you can do with the Akashic records. Just, I know every single time people are like, what is the Akashic records? And I will probably be explaining it till I'm (laughs) blue in the face, but it's okay because that's what I'm here to do. And but it is niched and a lot of people don't necessarily know about it right off the bat, especially if you're new to a spiritual journey, it is catching on, but I just don't have a ton of people off the top of my head that I can direct anyone to myself included, because here's the thing. I do readings all day, every day for you know my clients and now for my newsletter subscribers and everyone, but it's still fun to have my records read. You know, I'm like, it is a lot of energy for me. So it is quite nice to just sit back and enjoy just as anything else, allow yourself to have your cup filled. So I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I want to do some crazy Pilates, aerial yoga, hang upside down, crazy class. Cause I'm in LA and they have so many cool things. It's like a, a cryo chamber. Y'all know what I mean? They're getting, they're getting so creative out there with the, the different modalities they use for workouts. And I'm here for it. Okay. So I'm on mind body. I look around because I don't have a car, so I've got to walk, right? And I lucked out. I just booked this cute Airbnb just because it was pink and it looked aesthetic for my podcast, but the universe always freaking has my back and just perfectly placed me in the best location. I could walk to all these cool spots. I'm on mind body and I see this energy studio that's close by. I can walk. Literally, I book an Akashic Records reading on my body. That is my dream to have so many people into the Akashic Records that is that accessible to everyone because I feel like everyone needs access to this information. I couldn't believe it though, on my body. I'm like, what? I have had to search and ask a friend of a friend of a friend to get on a wait list, to wait, blah, 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 to get my Akashic Records read. And then I go to LA and book it on my body. Love that for me. And I want to tell you guys my personal reading because the energy of the Akashic Records is always universal teaching. That's why I love doing live readings on here because so much of it, no matter who submits a question. Also, by the way, if you're interested in doing that, you can join my newsletter and submit a question. I do a free live reading for you guys here at AG University, but the information, even if it's not your question, it's always universal teaching. It's knowledge that we all need to hear myself included. So that's why I'm going to share my reading with you guys. It is quite personal, but I feel like this is a safe space. So I'm going to share as much as I can possibly remember. I did record it and then I transcribed it on the plane ride home so that I could tell you guys because the Akashic Records, there's always a lot of words and information. So yeah, there was just a lot of information that comes through. So I'm going to just try to break it down. You guys, I just have one teeny tiny announcement interruption. You guys know this is a non-sponsored AG University, quick little announcement you guys needed to hear. The only interruption, the the rest of the episode will flow, but I'm so excited I can hardly even talk because my official retreat is going live this Friday. So if you're hearing this in real time on Wednesday, I want you guys to know that we are going to Costa Rica, AG University as a collective. You're going to spend a week with me. We're going to do dance class. We're going to do energy work, breath work, cold plunge. We're also going to do spa retreat and horseback riding. Did I say dancing? AG University, girly pops. We can all make friends together. Like it's going to be the best week ever. I'm so excited. I'm currently writing the itinerary this week. The trip is set to go February 29th of 2024. There is payment plans. I have made this 
as accessible as possible for you guys. Here's the kicker that you've got to know. We had over a thousand recorded responses of people wanting to come. And unfortunately, since it is my first trip, I can only take 20 people. There is going to be an early bird fee. I think the first eight people that sign up get a discounted rate. And then I think it just only goes up a little bit after that. But um, really want to encourage you guys. It is a small number that gets to go, but I can't wait to spend a week with whatever 20 of you guys come. So I can't wait. The information will be in my bio and be sure to catch me on stories this week. I will be sending out live information as the links go live this Friday. I love you guys and I can't wait. Mwah. But it was perfect because one, I went to, it was a healing studio in LA and the reader that I worked with, she's actually rooted in shaman shamanic shamanic practices i hope i'm saying that card is shamanic practices and i i'm not familiar with shamanism i couldn't i don't feel comfortable saying i'm a shaman because i don't that's a whole nother area of training and study and i respect shaman shamanism and i have friends uh who are amazing shamans shaman durek and other people that i've worked with who are amazing healers but i definitely am more of a cosmic creature shaman shamanism to me is um also kind of working with different energies versus energy that i'm working with but it, you know at the, at the end of the day it's all god love source just different modalities to get there and to connect so it was really cool to have my Akashic Records read by someone who had a completely different practice than me. It's just interesting to see how other people do it as in anything. If you're in an industry where you're like, Hmm, how does this work? So she had actually channeled her own prayer that connected her more to her shaman roots. And we did just a perfect amount of, um, just like a gentle sprinkle of information. I went through a period when I first went through a spiritual waking and had my near, near death experience and all of these crazy things where I was fascinated with psychics and astrology and readers and all these people. I actually don't feel called to going to see as many people now because, well, one, I can read for the most part my own energy and everything that's going around. It is nice to have another set of eyes to mirror back to me areas that I'm not seeing. It's easier for me to read for other people because I'm completely unbiased versus myself. You know, I have my own things going in my mind, but um, I can read for myself and I've really strengthened my intuition that I always feel really rooted in my knowing. But in the beginning, it was so powerful for me to go see people and, and just, wow, this is a reality was the experience. But then I started realizing I didn't always need to, you know, allow someone else to tell me how my future was going to look. That was my, kind of my journey. So I stepped away for a bit because I was like, I just want to live and just like be human and just experience things as they come. Cause I went through a while where like, I knew literally everything <laughs> and, um, there's kind of beauty in the unknown. So I always tell people that like we, it's fascinating. Yes. But I don't want to, you know, be constantly going to see psychics and mediums and all the things. Cause I like to experience things, you know, just kind of my own pace, my own realm and just wake up every day and be in a grace. <laughs> um, cause it's easy to get lost in the magic of the mysticism of this world, which I do love. But anyway, so I stepped away for a few years and I've just recently stepped back. So I would say early pandemic was the last time I saw anyone. And then coming back into this space has been just in the last yeah month or two. And I just wanted a gentle little duster sprinkle. So as you guys know, with me and with anyone else, if you're going to get your Akashic Records read, 
I always say, come prepared with a couple of questions that you want to ask, like, you know, what is an area of my life that I need to know X, Y, and Z, or like who is, or why is this person in my life? Like, what is the lesson to be learned there? Like, there's just a lot of energetics of the players in our life, the setting, the environment that you can really go in the Akashic Records. So I had my questions ready and, um, I actually didn't write my questions down for you guys. Honestly, I had a ton. Like I always kind of go health questions, business. Um, what are my gifts? What is something that I'm stepping into? You know, pretty much career and health focused for me and just really, really fine tuning my environment and, and just being the best that I can be for this podcast and this network and this community that I'm cultivating. So I go in to the healing center in LA. I literally walk across the street. Can you believe that? That to me was like just so divinely placed. And I go see a reader and she opens the Akashic record. She has her own unique prayer, which was really cool. And her process was totally different than mine, but in the most beautiful way, because that's, what's so cool about this work is that there's so many different ways that everyone can tune in and everybody does have access. You have access. We all have an Akashic line that runs through us and keeps us connected to our higher self and our knowing and our ancient wisdom and all of that yummy, beautiful stuff. So you have access to but it is cool that everyone has a different way of connecting. So she opens my Akashic records and the first things that she was telling me was that she was seeing like different types of energy and the colors, which she said she was seeing lots of purple, which, you know, I always identify with my unicorn energy and she was reflecting that. It was also just really cool to see things that I had been seeing in my Akashic records that she was also seeing. Always feels good to feel validated that I'm like, oh wow, I'm a hundred percent on track with, you know, whatever, what's, what's all going on in the ethers is that we're all seeing it together. It's always a cool feeling. So pretty much. Okay. So the first part that I will go in is I ask her, I'm like, what is an energetic gift or something that I'm not stepping into, or maybe something I haven't activated inside of me yet. You know, I'm like levitation invisibility cloak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, tell me something cool. Like obviously, yes, I can see the future and I can see timelines and I can communicate with past loved ones, but you know, is there anything else that I haven't quite yet dabbled in? I would just love to know. And she proceeds to tell me, she's like, you have your greatest gift in this lifetime. She's like, I've never seen this before. I've never read for anyone like you before. And I told her I was also a fellow reader. So I was like, you're in totally safe space. Like anything you say, I'm cool. I'm open. Like I trust the guidance. And, um, she's like, yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never seen this type of energy before your greatest gift in this lifetime and what you're here to do for other people. You have the gift of ultimate safety. And I was like, what? <laughs> like I was like, oh man, she's about to tell me I can fly. I'm going to spread my wings and I'm going to turn into a unicorn. I'm a, you know, you know, I'm just being silly, but I thought she was going to tell me something just really well. And she's like, you have the greatest gift of safety. You are here to create safe places for people, which now, if you guys have been listening to any of my other episodes, you'll know that I talk a lot about safety in multiple after episodes. So that 100% checked out, but she's like, you are the most spiritually safe person, you know, that, that she knows I'm sure not on the planet, but you know, in, in this capacity of readings that she's done. And that's the thing is that 
I feel so safe. And I want to, one, reiterate that for you guys. I feel so safe. I could be doing a mediumship reading. I could be doing anything. And I always know that I feel super safe and I radiate safety for other people. Austin always feels that way too. Like if he's going through something, like I have really become a safe place and, and, and also showing him like our relationship is our foundation is that we feel safe together. And that was something really big and maybe something that I opened him up to more. Like I always felt super safe with him, but like safety really at, at the core has been a foundation for my relationship. But also all my friends have always felt that way. Like so many people in my whole life have always told me like, I just feel so safe with you. Like if I do readings for people, they're always like, oh my gosh, I just feel like so safe and guided and protected. And it's just interesting because I've always heard these things, but I had never really, once I had my Akashic records open and read and she's like, yeah, safety is your greatest gift. And she proceeded to explain to me that a lot of people come into this world and even in the womb space, they might not fully experience safety because there's stress on mom, or there was a stressful situation that was going on. And there are some people who are here just to experience safety and to correct patterns and to release anxiety and to free up energetic blocks. And to really come back home to self. And so part of my gift and the, the purpose of this podcast is to teach people safety. Because that is what we are ultimately seeking. And it's what we need really to experience love and connection and all of these things. And I'm not saying you can't experience love and connection, all these beautiful things in this moment. But we can deepen it, right? We can go further and deeper with it and... um I know it's kind of popping into my head right now. I've been listening to Brene Brown's, let's see, is the power of vulnerability. It sounds kind of like a podcast. It's almost like a live recording, but I got it via audible power of vulnerability. I love Brene Brown. I really look up to her in a lot of ways. I just think she's funny and she tells stories and she connects people. And she talks about how, you know, ultimately we can only love other people as much as we love ourselves, right? So in order to deepen our love with ourself is a huge part in manifesting partnership connection, deepening our relationships. And we can continue to do that every single day. But for me, a big piece of that strengthening that love with self was really creating safety. And so I just think it's so funny. She's like, your superpower is safety. I'm like, okay, I'm a little... (laughs) I mean, I'm like, it's a little underwhelming. Like I thought it was going to be cooler, but you know what? I'm actually really proud because I love that people listen to me and feel safe. I love that I can make people feel safe. I love that I feel safe in my body because there have been so many years prior when I was in states of dysregulation and confusion and absolutely out of alignment, I didn't feel safe. And so now that I experience that safety is my base level and I know how to cultivate it and create it in this space, on this podcast, in my readings for my clients, I'm like, that is such a superpower. So I always want to encourage you guys to check in with yourself and literally be like, do I feel safe in my body? How can I cultivate more safety? Can I just take a couple deep breaths? What is something in my life that makes me feel unsafe? And really getting familiar with that term, because I do feel like right now, nervous system regulation is a huge hot topic but I do think that we can start to use the feelings inside of us as indicators. You know, like if I walk into um, a room or a party or a group or a coffee shop, or I'm out with a certain friend and I start to feel really anxious or on edge, that's our body communicating to us. Maybe that relationship isn't totally in alignment. 
I'm not saying that it's okay if you have social anxiety or something like that, but just starting to tune in and listen. I will always just tell you guys, if you hit play on this podcast, you are becoming more in tune with yourself because this is a place for you to just ask yourself questions, be observational and ask yourself like, Hmm, do I feel safe with this person? Like, how do they make me feel? Do they make me feel on edge? Because for the longest time, I didn't realize I was just throwing myself into situations of absolute dysregulation. So anyways, I'm happy that I can officially, I'm really going to own this safety piece. And that's why, you know, I love going to get readings because I knew that I already knew that, but she just validated it in the words of like, wow, this is your gift. And that there are even, even people who come in this world in the womb, they don't even feel safety. Like they've never been able to experience safety and you're going to give them that gift. And to me, like, that's so, that's such a cool gift. And that's such a amazing part of someone's journey. And so I, since then have actually created some, um, teaching people how to channel the emotion, just as you would channel a spirit or channel energy or channel anything. I'm teaching people how to channel emotions. They are just energy and in motion, energy and motion, emotion, right? So if I read energy and channel energy, why can't we channel emotions? Right? So in the Akashic Records since then, I've been learning how to teach you guys how to channel the emotion of safety, right? If it's our foundation, our baseline, our core need, let's get that need met first. So I'm really excited that that was one of my superpowers. And I just want to tell you guys that because it is something I'm passionate about. And also what an interesting concept, like we can channel emotions, we can channel happiness, we can channel love, we can just set the intention for whatever situation that we're going into to be like, hey, I'm going to sit and root the intention of, I choose happiness today. I choose to channel this emotion. I choose to infusion to infuse every action that I do in love or in safety or in light or in healing or whatever. And the more that you start to do that, the more it just becomes your baseline. It just becomes the life that you're living. And I, I do go a little bit deeper with the safety piece. And as you guys know, AG University, we're actually legitimately setting up a curriculum so that I will guide you guys through like energetic protection and getting grounded. And then we'll teach you how to channel these emotions like safety and love and intuition and ancient wisdom and all of these practices, but I really am going to do it in a structured way that teaches you just bit by bit, right? Cause I want everyone to feel super, super comfy. And I also just want to give one more quick, dis- quick disclaimer that people write into me all the time being like, I want, I feel super intuitive. I feel like I have these gifts. I feel like I have this knowledge. And now, now that I am the queen of safety, but there are people who are like, I'm scared, or maybe I felt negative energy or, you know, whatever. And I just want you to know that you are 100 million percent in control. God gives us free will, right? We all have free will. And I, I literally, I have never experienced any type of negative energy or anything bad or whatever, because I am so rooted in intention. And I set up containers and protection. I'm like I said, safe me safety. That's her freaking motto. I am so safe. And you are so safe because you just set the intention. And that's how the spirit world will follow based off of the intention. There, there has to be invitation to connect with the spirit world. You're not just going to be thrown into something scary. You have a spirit team that's assigned to you that protects you no matter what. Okay. So you have a team of angels 
and, you know, love God, universe, all the words that are always looking over you and they're going to protect you from any experience. So that's one thing that's just always there. You're guided, protected, and loved Two, you have free will to choose the experience of setting the intention to only connect with love and light. Like I literally in my Akashic records, I am designed to only connect with light. That's it. I am designed to only connect with light. If you ever heard me talk about something on this podcast, it's because that maybe have been quote unquote scary. There was a time where when I was really opening up and doing a lot of readings, sometimes I would randomly see an energy or a spirit. They weren't bad. They would just startle me. (laughs) And so then I just had to go, Oh, okay. Hey spirit. I don't want to see any spirits unless I'm in a session with a client. You know, I just had to up my boundaries and I've had zero issues. So I just want you guys to know, have an open dialogue and communicate. And I'm not saying you guys are going to all of a sudden spontaneously start doing readings on people. Like I've done a lot of training to get here, but I don't ever want you to be scared to open up and to connect with your spirit guides or your angels or to meditate and to feel energy and to connect because it's so beautiful. And there's so much ancient wisdom and love. There's so much of that there. I don't ever want people to be scared of their intuition or their intuitive side, because remember you make the rules, you are in control and your spirit team, they're like, you're the captain and they're kind of just here to assist you and to protect you and to guide you. Okay. So I know there are some people that are like, oh, I'm super new to this work and it's kind of scary. It's only scary to people because it's unknown territory at first, but once you start to get in and just have an open dialogue in the beginning, yes, I have courses and all kinds of things that are going to be live that I can teach you guys and hold your hand and tell you exactly how I do things. But you are an intuitive creature and you are here to remember your path and your journey and your knowing, and you can just have an open dialogue, literally talk out loud, just talk out loud. Just be like, Hey, I'm calling on my highest version of self, whatever makes you feel safe, God, and set the tone and be like, I'm going to connect and I want to feel some energy or show me a sign or start super gentle and just say, I am only connecting to love. That's all I'm looking for. Yes, there are fancy prayers and, and clearing things that I do and candles and all of these crystals, but ultimately all you need is you. So I just want to put that power into your hands as you step into your spiritual path and your journey and just know you are the captain, you're in control. And remember, we have the, uh, the ability to channel these emotions of safety, all the things, just, it's all about the intention. It all goes back to the intention. So just start with intention setting. Okay. I will always give you guys free and tangible takeaway tips, information. If you guys want to go in depth and just really up level your skill sets, of course, I will assist you there with more specifics and details. I have a free shower prayer that allows you to reset your energy. And, uh, it's always linked in the show notes. It's a free download. If you want to just do a little clearing tons of free information on top of some more advanced knowledge, but energetic protection, all the things. But I just wanted to reiterate that because I want to continue to encourage you guys to embark on this spiritual journey and just know you are so safe. You are always safe, always guided. And you were always, always loved. And there was always someone listening and watching over you. I am positive. That is one thing from doing this work that I know your loved ones are there. They're sending you messages. They're sending you signs. You've just got to ask yourself, am I making time to listen? Okay. So I really went in on the safety piece, but I thought it was really cool to know and something that I can, I'm really going to own because I have heard that reflected back to me through compliments my entire life. Also just a good thing for you guys to take note of, like, what is something people compliment you on a lot? That's something that's one of your strengths, even though it's something that maybe felt not that it's silly, but I just remember people always being like, Oh, I just feel so safe with you. And I was always like, Oh, okay, cool. I, I didn't realize that was something people didn't experience with other people, (laughs) you know? So it is nice to have it reflected back and just also reflect on 
things people have said to you recently. It can be something that feels small, but that's your superpower. Remember, we all have energetic gifts, okay? And I'm going to own my gift and I wanted to share it with you guys. So safety, the next piece that she, I I told her that, you know, I've been stepping away from a lot of basically just aspects of my business that no longer serve me, even though they are rewarding me financially. And I'm going to be super transparent with you guys. I have stepped away from, I've turned down large sums of money and it's hard. It's hard because I want to, I love having the freedom to live my life and to travel and do all these things, but I'm so committed to following my authentic path that I know that I've got to make space for new streams of income. It's not that I'm saying I don't, I'm not worthy of money. I want to be really clear. You can be a spiritual person, a healer, work in this space, and you can be wealthy. Okay. That's an old rhetoric that, you know, we have to be broke in order to be, or working really hard, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I I love an abundance mindset. I think that we should play and be in our feminine and feel divine and just make all the money. I I want that for every single one of you guys listening. We are all worthy of all the abundance in the world, but I want to make money in a way that just feels super aligned to me. And this year is the first year that I have felt confident stepping away from financial situations that I'm like, no, I, I don't want to go to these places or do these things that are not in alignment with who I am anymore. And there are a lot of people in my life that are like, why are you doing that? Why are you turning it down? And, but I just have this knowing, I'm like, I know it's all going to work out. And so I, in this reading was asking, you know, is there a new, you know, way that I should be tapping into this energy or stepping into basically where should I be focusing my energy? Should it be reading? Should it be group readings? You know, there's so many ways that I can do this and I want to open up new ways to connect with you guys. So I was just asking, you know, is there any way that I'm not seeing that I can connect with people on a larger scale? Cause ultimately my mission is to help people and to awaken them to their intuition and their soul's purpose. Right? So how do I do that on a bigger scale? Is it TikTok? There's so many modalities, but I always like having a little reading of, you know, is there something I'm not seeing or some energy I'm not stepping into, or maybe a way I'm playing small or maybe a way I'm feeling scared to be seen. I mean, I don't have all the answers and I know Austin and people in my life think since I could read energy, like I literally know everything, but that would be so boring if I had all the answers. Like it is kind of fun for me to be a part of the climb and the journey. Right. And she told me, she's like, you've got your, the biggest word. I mean, it was loud and clear flashing neon signs. She said was pleasure. Pleasure was the piece that I have not fully integrated into what I'm doing right now. Like legitimately having more fun with this role of how can I, instead of telling myself, okay, I'm going to work from 11 to four every single day, or, you know, I'm going to set up this time because I've really been into like setting time blocking and, and, you know, the tactical and launching a podcast and editing. And there is a lot of things to do. Granted, showing up on the mic, easy, doing readings, easy. I love doing that stuff, but it's still I'm in the building a new foundation, right? I completely launched a new aspect of my business and had new offerings. And, you know, there's systems like how do people book with me? How do they connect with me? Getting a newsletter. I am constantly thinking of ways to connect with more people and, you know, and foster the community that I have. And 
basically how can I continue to step into my purpose? But also there has to go back to a piece of stripping it down to the basics of what feels good to me, right? Like, of course I want to help people and do all these things, but the pleasure piece is the piece that I realized that I have been missing the most. And I'm going through my Saturn return right now. I turned 30 in July July 7th, 7-7 is my lucky number and I'm turning 30 and I feel like my 20s were just building and breaking down and learning things and learning things the hard way and lessons and da 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 And then by the time I turned 29, I felt like I had landed at this really good place of knowing, like I know who the fuck I am. I know how I show up in my relationship. Like there's just this clarity that if you're not maybe your early 20s right now like it's coming it comes every year just gets stronger and more connected with self and stepping away from things that don't serve me and you know feeling really confident and and upping my boundaries and not feeling you know people pleasing there's just a, like things just fall away throughout the 20s but stepping into my year of 29 has definitely been very focused on business and doing things and carrying things and shifting and shape-shifting and da-da-da-da-da, but I got really far away from the pleasure of playing dress-up and a fun outfit, right? I started as fashion. I can still do that. I don't have to abandon those parts of myself to, you know, be a spiritual teacher. Like, I can be it all. Like, those things are fun for me. I love to dance. I love to literally, like, twerk to some trap music. Like, you know, I think that when we are leaving an identity and we want to open up a new identity, it's easy for us to get really serious. And that's something that always comes through in the Akashic records. They're like, you guys are way too serious. You take everything way too seriously. And most of the time we're the ones that create all the pressure, all of the expectation, all of the worry about judgments from other. It's us. We create it. We create this pressure on ourselves, and it's so silly because we could just be living a life of ease and play. That option is a reality to every single one of us. I know there are circumstances outside of our control, but we can control our inside reality. And that was such a good reminder for me. She was like, you have to get back to playing and pleasure and doing things literally with no agenda other than you love to draw because you get into flow state and you love to dance because you feel connected to source and you love to cook not to do a cook with me on Instagram for content. You love to cook because you love to feel connected to the elements and to make something really beautiful with your own hands. Remember, our hands are an extension of our heart chakra. That's why we hold hands and we hold people and we can bless our body and we can cook with love with and infuse love into every single meal. There is so much beauty in this life that we cut ourselves off from because we get so stuck in the day-to-day to to do the things we've got to be and show up and all the things when there is this whole world of beauty that we can tap into and sometimes we just cut ourselves off from it like that's the energy and I keep I keep telling Austin I'm in my play era and I'm serious I'm in my play era like I let this past year was just transition transition and bobbing and weaving and moving and survival and all the things which here's the thing that's just going to happen in life there's just going to be times where You're just doing what you can, but then there's going to be times where you land. And instead of just jumping back into the seriousness, I want you to ask in every single situation, sure, stay with your routine. I'm not saying like 
literally just go out and make flower crowns in your front yard and like abandon all responsibility. It's not that, but there is this infusion of, okay, instead of working out, how about I go in my backyard and dance in the sunshine and listen to music and really feel my vibration instead of, you know, what's the fastest, easiest, quickest meal I can shove down my throat on my 20 minute lunch break. Like, how about I just take a little picnic outside and sit with myself and just breathe? You know, there are so many ways that we can infuse beauty and make that our reality. And this pleasure, pleasure is such, even when you say the word pleasure, like I used to be like, oh, pleasure to me just felt very, you know, related to sex and sexual energy and pleasure to me is something that is just so connected to our feminine energy. And that's, that's an area that I have had to come back to because there was times in my early twenties where I was building a business and living on my own and having to take care of myself that I was so connected to the masculine energy. And I do believe that, you know, stepping into this partnership with Austin, where he has such alpha masculine energy, I've really been able to sit back into my feminine energy in a way that I've never connected with her before. Like my style's changed, how I look has changed. Just even the sound of my voice has changed over the years. It's just everything has slowed down a lot more. Not slowing down energy. I always tell people, side note, that's the greatest hack for if you want to go on a date or you're wanting to shift more into your feminine energy. And I want you to know this is however you identify. We all have feminine, masculine energy inside of us, but we want to find a balance. And the easiest way to shift into that feminine energy and tap into her is to slow down. Instead of being like the chaotic, crazy, kooky girl, right? Out, you're out on a date. Trust me, I've been that girl. What if you just like slow down? You kind of set the tone. You just even talk slower. You like you you sit a second and you think before you talk, right? It just kind of commands the energy of this confidence, this like sexy feminine energy. It's such a good tip that I want to tell people, but I didn't realize I was just kind of naturally doing that in the evolution of my relationship. And here's the thing, you don't have to be in a relationship to start practicing that. I just took that energy for me to recognize how much I was in my masculine and my go, go, go. And now I'm like, I don't want to work. I don't want to work at all. I'm going to hire people who can do some of these things for me, who can edit. I just want to show up. I want to play in my makeup. I want to feel cute in an outfit. I want to show up and just connect with people in a vulnerable and authentic way. I just want to dance and play and that be my content. That'd be the way that I show up instead of everything being, you know, so rigid and even just like putting on your makeup, listening to music, brushing your hair, like having really like somatic experiences, like touching your body, blessing your body. There is so much pleasure that we have access to. And I want you to start looking at your day through the lens of pleasure. Like how could I make this a more pleasurable experience? I could light a candle. I could, you know, invite in my senses. That's another way to, to, to activate pleasure in your daily life. Because it also kind of translates in your sexual life too. Like there is this beautiful connection. And that's one of one of my gifts that I can always see is I have the ability to, to see patterns between energies in the spirit realm and our physical realm. But our sexual energy, our feminine energy, yes, we can use those in completely platonic ways throughout our day. But th this is one way that you can connect to them both or infuse more pleasure and in, in, by utilizing our senses, like touch, what type of clothing, how do, how do you like it to feel on your body? Do you want linens? Do you want silk? You know, same with your bedding. Do I want like a silk pillow? Like, like invite in your senses, like 
what kind of smells or aromas do you want to invite in? Do you want us to wear a scent throughout the day? Like I love smelling like a citrus or a fruit. Like I just love lighting candles. I love playing with my senses, really tasting things, like really eating a strawberry and chewing it and feeling it and tasting it and going super, super slow. Like that is a pleasurable experience for me versus slurping something down. You know, there is just such a difference. And that inviting in senses is a way that can be seen in both our sexual energy and our pleasure or energy that we can integrate in either way, right? We can, we can integrate that into our sexual practice. Or we can in- integrate that into our freaking cubicle at work, bringing in senses and what we want to see, what we want to feel, how we want to talk, like slow it down, play in our feminine, go outside, connect to nature, all of these things that we as females were created and designed to do. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to slow down or wanting to ask for help so that we can play more in our feminine energy. And that's something that I've really stepped into is that I I don't have to take everything on. Yes. I want to help people and connect with them and, and all the things, but ultimately being me and just showing up as me, that helps people too. Right. So really honoring this pleasure practice and I have more episodes coming about pleasure practice and how to really, you know, if you want to pick a theme for a month of, of how you want to feel or a word or something and, and a way that you can weave this into your daily quilt of how can I infuse more pleasure in my life today? Because that pleasure and play is the biggest piece of manifestation that I feel a lot of people are missing is that We are here to play and to experience pleasure. No matter if you're a man, woman, however you identify, we are here to have fun and to play and experience pleasure. Because ultimately, when we get lost in that flow state of just having fun and laughing, that's when we're most connected to source, okay? So it is so important. Don't feel like, oh, this is silly. Why would I start taking voice lessons at age 30? I don't know, because maybe you just get lost in the music and you feel so connected to source. And then that just spills over into all the beautiful parts of your life. Don't you see? It's all so connected. So make space for that pleasure and that play. I think that that's really a big part of also what I'm here to teach, right? If that's a huge part of my Akashic records, pleasure and play and having fun and dance and connecting to the body, there is a reality where you are 100% aligned with pleasure and aligning that with income and a way of receiving. And that's your capacity. Like we are here to align our abundance and our flow state with pleasure and play. And that it, there is this life where it can be 100% easeful. Okay. If someone tells you, Oh, you got to work hard to make money. That isn't, that's their reality. That is not my belief system. I have, I have let go of that belief system. I don't live in that reality. I live in a reality where I can dance and sing and play and show up as me and make as much money as I want because I am tapped into this pleasure and play. And somewhere along the way, I feel like this past year, yes, I let go of a lot of things, but I wasn't a hundred percent aligning with this new energy of fun and excitement to bring in more money. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that makes total sense. Like I've been so focused on the things that I don't want to do. How about we focus on the things that we do want to do, right? Where are, where our energy or what is it? Your energy goes where your energy flows, basically what you're focusing on. Let's focus on making more money in a fun way, right? Also, the last little piece that I want to leave you guys with is she was showing me how the spirit realm and the physical realm can be 100% intertwined by the 
it's like intertwined through pleasure. So when we are experiencing pleasure, we are just naturally dancing and playing with our highest version of self. We are naturally playing in these mystical, beautiful realms because we're just experiencing pleasure. It's such a pathway for us and like a super safe, yummy, fun way. So I thought that was a really cool way just to remember like when you experience pleasure, you are connecting with source, God, universe, whatever whatever you believe, that's what you're connecting to. Because just remember that when we come in, there is a soul, our soul's natural essence. I wrote this down. Our soul's natural essence of playing in realms of creativity and inspiration. Those are angel realms. When we play in our creative energy, our inspiration, pleasure, all of the things, that is the energy that my Akashic Records is like 100% through and through is like dance, play, creativity. And it's not going to be the same for everyone. Everyone's Akashic Records looks a little different, but when we are playing in that energy, those are angel realms. So I just want to remind you guys that it's such a beautiful place to be. And if you're looking to tap into your gifts, that's a great place to start. You know, remembering what, what did I love to do as a kid? What lit me up? What was like fun? How did I find flow state? I could just play in these energies because I feel like as adults, we forget how to play. Like, what do we do seriously besides work? I don't know. I don't know. Most of the time drink. Here's the thing. It's fine. If you drink, I used to drink all the time, but outside of drinking, I realized that would be my like release. Oh, I'll go grab brunch and grab a drink. Like that was my fun, you know, but we've got to get back to playing adult play. I want to bring it back and I'm going to go ahead, leave you guys with that. Now, um, some of these big terms I'm going to be talking about going forward, pleasure, play, safety, and how they're a big part of my life and my success and my story. And I love to give you guys lots of examples and information, and I'm going to continue these weaving this into our next segment. So as always, thanks for listening to me. Just kind of solo riff. It feels good to get back on the mic and to connect with you guys. And I love you. I hope you go out and play your heart out. I hope you invite your inner child to play and do something so magical this week, this weekend, whatever you have going on. I love you so much. And I'm so happy you're a part of AG University. And I'm forever grateful for all the beautiful messages that I have received worldwide now at this point. We are still top of the charts in the spirituality sector on Apple Podcast. Um, So I just want to say thank you for making this a reality. And thank you for being here. I love you. Talk soon. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.